You're listening to Divorce Literacy with the Divorce Lending Association, a divorce podcast where we dig deep into issues of divorce that center around the marital home, other real property, and divorce mortgage planning, helping divorcing homeowners and their divorce team make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions during and after divorce. Welcome, everyone. I'm excited to have Stephen Bryant with us today. Stephen is the founder of Synergy Divorce Solutions and is a certified divorce financial analyst. So we're going to talk all things divorce financial planning on this show. So, Stephen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. And obviously, a very, very exciting segment talking about divorce finances and everything like that. So glad to be here and Glad to answer any questions that could be of value to people. We appreciate you being on here. Maybe share a little bit about your role in the process, and then maybe share a little bit about what caused you to focus your career in divorce planning. Absolutely. And like I said, that's a great way to start, actually. So to make a very long story short, the reason I started my company was because my parents went through a divorce that took four years and half a million dollars in legal fees to resolve it. No custody at all, strictly finances. And that's where in college, actually, I was trained to be an attorney. I have a pre-law major and I was actually going to go to law school, not to be a family law attorney, but to be a sports agent. But either way, how this ties in is when I graduated college, my father, financial advisor at the time, who went through a divorce kind of found the designation certified divorce financial analyst and found, hey, no one does this, you know, at all. There's not very many companies that offer this. I think I might be one of the only companies that solely focuses on certified divorce financial analyst work. So really where the idea came from is I saw my parents go through it. I saw that, hey, Everybody is arguing about finances and the divorce process, and there's no financial professionals involved. No wonder people are taking way too long and people can't settle the finances because they're terrified. They have no idea if they're going to be okay. So what my job as a financial expert is to come into the divorce process. We can work with both spouses. We can work with one spouse and their attorney, both spouses and the mediator. We work with anybody involved. My job is to come in, collect your financial information, income, budget, assets, and liabilities, document that information, and explain with backup, with financial analysis, here's your income, here is your budget, here are the assets and liabilities. If you divide these up like this, this is how you're going to be financially secure moving forward. Everything that we do here is outside of court trying to settle to save time, money, and stress. The way we do that is by trying to settle the finances, not as fastly as possible. We don't rush anything, but as efficiently as possible. Because if you can take out the emotion of the finances and look at this as a business agreement, once the finances are wrapped up, if you have children, only other thing you really have to worry about is custody and you're good to go. Everything we do here is save time, money, and stress for the divorcing spouses. 
How does your role differ from the typical financial advisor that most people are used to having outside of the divorce process? So my role in the divorce process differs from that as I do not invest anybody's money. I do not invest retirement, investable assets, or anything like that. My job is to analyze their income off their tax returns to validate the of what's going on in the case. Here's your income with the backup information. Here's your W-2s, here's your 1099, whatever it may be. Here's your budget, which is the most important part, by the way. Everybody wants to know, how am I going to be financially secure moving forward? It all revolves around what their future budget is going to be. Assets and liabilities, you're spending more money than you're making, or you're making more money than you're spending. Once we kind of figure out and finalize the numbers, That's when the financial advisors come in and run financial plans using our numbers. They run it through a financial plan and it either shows the client's going to be financially secure for the rest of their lives or it's going to show the client's running out of money at 75. So we're going to have to change this around to make sure they're both going to be okay. So that's really where the main difference is. Yes, obviously I do project things long-term and everything, but my job is to analyze and document the current finances. And as I said, to validate the finances that are going on to the attorneys, to both spouses, have peace of mind. Here is everything. Once there's an offer on the table, that's when financial advisors come in to run it through financial plans, taking into account inflation, Monte Carlo simulation, everything like that that can show, look, you're going to be okay. And that's the main part of our business as well is the last part is what we call plan for a future. It's working with financial advisors. So at the end of the day, when our clients settle their divorce, they're looking at a financial plan that shows them, if I accept this, I am going to be financially secure moving forward. There comes the peace of mind right there. And that's when you wrap everything up. Okay. So in your case, do you have much of a role with the divorcing spouses after the divorce is finalized, or are you pretty much done with it at that point? Well, being a business owner and how I run my business, I see my clients all the way to the very end. So it's not really a handoff process. Here you go. We're done. You know, I'm working through them throughout the entire situation. Because not only do we refer them to financial advisors, one part of my company is referring to anybody that could be involved. Someone like yourself, an accountant, an estate attorney. Estates are very important right after the divorce. So that's why I see them through all the way to the end. Sometimes I still even keep in touch with my clients every six months or so. But either way, no, it's not really here, we're done, pass you off. Everything here is kind of collaborative team effort. Almost concierge service, getting them in touch with the right people, taking the lead on a lot of that stuff. We like to call our one-stop shop of the divorce room. Right. If you come to us, we have a divorce financial analyst. We have a financial advisor. We have a family law attorney. We have a go-to real estate mortgage person, everything like that. So Synergy Divorce Solutions, my company, yes. I do obviously handle the finances, and that's the main part. But Synergy Divorce Solutions, any type of professional that my client could need throughout the divorce process, I feel it's my responsibility to have a safe and trusted source to refer to because they're so emotional in this process. 
They need a lot of hand-holding, and it's so important that you have reliable referral sources. Well, you just touched on some of this, but there's this misconception where it's all attorney-driven. We've already touched on several different other players on the team, but maybe shed some light on who are the main key players in your mind on a strong divorce team. Some people think, oh, you could get divorced without an attorney and stuff like that. I would never, ever recommend that you go through this process without an attorney, without seeing some type of legal counsel or anything like right. that. So obviously a family law attorney, a mediator is going to be a part of the team. Someone like myself, and this is not even to market my business or anything like that. Just get someone that knows finances in there, whether it be a financial advisor or an accountant all before to help, like I said, verify the numbers, make sure you're not missing managing your budget. You're not cutting yourself short or anything like that. Third person is a coach or someone of that nature, because the three most important things of the divorce, legal, financial, and emotional, that hits on all three right there. Now you are tied up in the financial because usually the biggest asset in divorces are usually the house. And a lot of times people that want to qualify for them are the people that haven't worked in 20 years or something like that. So it's like, all right, how are you going to qualify for a million dollar house when you have no income for the last 20 years? So that's where someone like yourself is very, very important in doing that before they settle. I think a lot of people get a misconception on this financial work needs to be done after settlement. It's a proven process that we have. If you do it the reverse and you can come in and you can see an attorney the first time you see him or maybe one of the first times you already have your finances already settled, it makes the process so much easier, you know? I think that's always the misconception. And that's really the problem that I see a lot of times is people like you, people like me are not getting involved early in the process. And it can make a lot more sense to get us involved even before any attorney gets involved because we can hash out a lot of the negotiating aspects or goals behind each spouse to figure out what the plan is before the attorneys get involved and then start negotiating on things that may not even be possible if we find out on the financial side that you're fighting for something that might not even work. So Absolutely. And to kind of touch on that, people sometimes say, oh, you, you must not get along with family law attorneys and stuff like that. Not at all. It's the complete opposite, actually. Most family law attorneys don't like doing the work that I do. So they're like, thank God someone's here. You know, someone's here to do this. But you are absolutely correct. And it's not taking away from family law attorneys or anything like that. It's strictly thinking in a fiduciary way, what is the best for my client? What is the best for their family? And the best is always to settle out for that court because it saves them time, money, and stress. But as you said, if you can have things, most things that you can settle on your own, settled, you guys have an understanding, before you see the attorney or mediator, it's just going to go 10 times smoother. The perfect divorce, the 10 out of 10 divorce, only happens maybe 5 to 10% out of the time. But you're exactly right. Two spouses come to see someone like myself. They come to see someone like yourself. They come to see a financial advisor. They figure out all their finances and how they're going to divide it up. They work with a divorce coach or they work with a therapist or someone of that nature to help them 
settle the custody parenting plan or anything like that. Then they go to a mediator and they go, look, we have our stuff settled already. We have the custody. Can you please explain us the legalities of this? Did we do anything wrong? Are we missing anything or anything like that? So the attorneys really button everything up to make sure everything is in there legally and make sure, as I said, on on a legal behalf, that the financial agreement is executed. A lot of people view that and they go, there's all these different parties and everything. I'm going to spend more by having all these people involved. And it's the exact opposite in most cases. Having us involved early, your side is going to save a lot more time and having the attorney try to figure out a lot of this work on the finance side. You know, my side, I don't charge anything. So mine's just free service at this point. So the more work we can do ahead of time, it's just going to make things cheaper. Even though there's more people involved, it's just going to be a cheaper and faster process all around. Absolutely. Well, if you had to give anybody advice on the front end, obviously, we've kind of touched on some of these things. Is there any other little bits of information that you would give to somebody that's thinking about possibly going down that divorce path? Of course. Now, the one thing I tell people, it's kind of a one and a one A, because I both think they're very, very, very important. But I know, and this is where I think our firm can help our clients, and I think going through or seeing people go through a divorce, I think professionals are much more empathetic to people. But what I could say is if you can try to remove the emotions as best as possible and treat this process, like a business agreement, like a partner is there breaking up or anything like that, it's just going to save everybody time, money, and stress. Your kids, it's going to save you. You know, sometimes if it gets ugly and then it becomes, how do I make the other person look worse? It's not even about assets and liabilities anymore. And that's the worst place that you can get. So number one, if you can try to set aside your emotion, and I'm not saying it's not an emotional process. I know it is. But if you could try to set it aside and treat this as a business agreement, it's just going to be better for everybody. I know you might be so mad he did this, she did that or anything like that. But if you try to put your well-being, your kids' well-being and everything that first, it's just going to work. Second, and this is not sound biased by any means, but if you believe, and this is where people kind of laugh, I said, hey, do you think, you know, I asked the spouse, I said, do you think the financial part is a pretty big concern of yours throughout this process? And they go, duh, like, what do you, what do you think? And I say, well, don't you think a financial professional should be involved? And then they kind of sit there and contemplate and they're like, you know what? You're right. No way. No, you know, like, okay, let's do this. So as I said, you know, the do the finances with a financial professional. You know, everything, as I said, if you can settle as much as you can, it's just going to save yourself time, money, and stress. What leads you to settling and being able to move on to the next chapter of your life. Nobody needs to go on for four years like my parents did or anything like that. Before the end of it, they were starting to get gray in the head and stuff like that. I describe it as they show the pictures of the president before election and after election. And they're all gray now and everything because how much stress it puts them through, you know? And so most of the stress is because the financials are unable to be settled. And why can the financials not be settled? 
because a lot of times there's not financial professionals involved. And as I said, I want to make myself very clear. I'm not saying that family law attorneys are doing anything wrong or they're not capable or anything like that. It'd just be like me trying to do your job without the education. Be like me trying to go to law school with my financial background. You know, right. it probably wouldn't go so well. You know what I mean? So what what my company is saying, let's have the professionals do what they're professionals at. Let's have the lawyers take care of the legal piece. We're not cutting them out. There is a legal piece. The lawyers do need to be there. But at what point and in what capacity? Have your financial professionals, your emotional professionals try to work together as much as you can throughout this process. So number one, if you can set aside the emotion and treat it as a business agreement, you're going to be better off. Two, the more you fight, the less you receive and the less control you have over your assets. If you go all the way to trial, you spend the most money and a judge makes the call on where your assets go. You have zero control. If you're in mediation, you have 100% control of where your assets are going and only spent, well, hopefully, you know, not very much money. And that's where I think the concept of divorce is very, very, very misleading as well as people think that you need to go to court. You need to go battle it out and everything like that. To have a good family law attorney, they need to be able to litigate where, like I said, it's better for everybody involved if it's settled. So what you want to do is maybe not go pick a bulldog or, or someone that can be bossy around or anything like that, where if you're settlement minded, mediation might be better for you. A lot of people look at you know, the best professionals in this realm are the professionals where they go to court and it takes 36 months or anything like that. And I think, hey, it's better for the client to settle. So why does everybody think going to court is the best thing? You know, so the priority should be settling everything outside of court. You shouldn't have to walk in a, a courtroom at divorce when you can settle everything outside. And really, if you could settle things as much as you can possible, try to work together as much as possible. It's just going to save you time, money, and stress. You had to guess a difference in time, difference in cost between mediation or the litigation route. What would you guess? Now, number one, it is obviously subject to every case is different. You know that. And it really is so personal in the divorce world. But just to go to litigation, you know, because there's trial prep, because, you know, there's four or five days of being in trial for eight hours and, and, and stuff like that. I don't want to mismanage anybody's expectations. But if you go to litigation in the state of Maryland, Minimum, you're probably going to spend anywhere from thirty to fifty thousand dollars. So if you Google what's the average divorce cost in Maryland, I believe it's around thirty thousand dollars or thirty-five thousand dollars or something like that. Our company, I take a fifteen hundred dollar retainer agreement up front. We're usually done anywhere twenty-five hundred, three thousand dollars all in. So how I quantify that is our all-in process giving everybody settled and everything like that is usually equal, if not even a little bit less than an attorney's retainer to get started. Well, and you have the mediator, which is not nearly to the extent well, of what a litigating attorney would charge as well. And what people should know as well, you can't avoid this financial piece. 
It's going to have to be done at some point anyway. So why wouldn't you do the finances with a financial professional at a lower cost? You know, it just makes sense. So any final thoughts for anybody kind of going down this path? Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. You know, as I said, you're a very trusted resource and it's always a pleasure working with you. If you want to get in touch with me, if you're going through a divorce, first things first, there's green on the other side. I know it's emotional. I know it's going to be tough, but you will get through it. And as I said, if anybody is wants any sort of peace of mind in finances, that's exactly what we do. As I said, most people would think that the financial part of this process is a pretty big part of the divorce. Then there should most likely be a financial professional involved. So that's what that's what I will leave people with. As I said, thank you so much for having me. Again, my name is Stephen Bryant. I am a certified divorce financial analyst. My company's name is Synergy Divorce Solutions, located out of Annapolis, Maryland. If you want to give us a call, our number is 410-202-8977. If you want to connect with us some other way, just go to our website, www.SynergyDivorceSolutions.com. We don't charge for initial consultations. We don't charge for anything just to get to know your situation. And if we do work with you, we don't even charge for phone calls or emails because we don't want our clients to be scared to call us. So that's who I am. That's how you can get a hold of me. Or you can just call Adam and say, hey, who's that guy in the podcast? I'll definitely put the website in the description and make sure everybody can reach out to you. Last question. Can you do work outside of the state of Maryland? Yes, I can. I've worked in around 17 states. Divorce law is actually by state. So really, all you have to know is where the state law changes. As I said, if you're going through a divorce process, what's the downside to calling us? It won't cost you anything. Maybe we can help. And if we can't, hopefully we can point you in the right direction. But I'm pretty certain we'll be able to help. Absolutely. I think that's the moral of the story is get us involved early and we can help guide you through the process to make this as easy as possible. Yep. A lot of handholding, but that's what needs to be done. That's right. Well, Stephen, it's been a pleasure. I really appreciate you taking the time and uh, certainly wish you the best. Again, thank you so much for having me and you have a great rest of your day. Anytime. All right. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at divorcelendingassociation.com.